Warning, anime out of context contains spoilers, explicit language, and general tomfoolery. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic, and you should not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I ask the age-old question, who let the weebs out? Who? 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, uh, it's been a minute since you've gotten me with one of those. (laughs) It's been a hot minute. I appreciate it. I felt that. good about that one, Sean. Good way to start off the new year. I like that. That's fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of which, Remington. <laughs> oh, no. I'm still a little hurt. I cannot fathom why you would have any residual pain, Sean. It's not like you made me critically analyze a show made for children that is bad for children, as well as just bad in general, and hurt me deeply. To be fair, I I didn't make you watch 14 episodes of one of the single worst anime of all time. I didn't make you watch any sister fucking. I didn't make you watch any god awful abysmal shonen that made me want to cry deep in my soul. No, you made me watch fucking Cory in the house. Which is so much better than any of those. Doubt. (laughs) I'd like to think, Sean, that we put that behind us now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, last week it was our anniversary episode. It was nice. It was sentimental. We really focused on our friendship and how much we care about each other, the journey we've taken. And so as far as I'm concerned, there's no need to worry about anything that happened before that. You're lucky I had already set up a two-episode anniversary special. Heck yeah! (laughs) So your punishment is going to be delayed just a little longer, unfortunately. Oh, thank God. Uh, Because, Remington, I figured that, uh, though this won't really be an anniversary-themed episode as much anymore, since we've kind of already done that. Of course. uh, You stealing from my first part, which really hurt me. (laughs) But needless to say, it's a good choice for today because I have come across an anime that is kind of an interesting subject matter. It's actually an anime kind of talking about anime in a way. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, listen here, Sean. What? Do you remember our first ever anime about an otaku, Sean? I struggle to imagine what you could be talking about. Oh, well, let me refresh your memory, Sean. Wait! Back when, in the single digits, I think it was episode six, we had Oremo, and that discussed heavy themes of otaku, and that was god-awful, Sean. I mean, to be fair, it was a punishment episode through and through. If you're showing me an anime, it's bad, but if you're showing me an anime that is sort of about anime, that is two times the terrible! Well, it's actually less about anime itself and more about a subject that we've kind of talked about... Quite frequently, in fact, but we've never really gone into too much detail about. Okay. Light novels. Oh, goddammit. What? Most of them have been bad, I feel. I mean, not necessarily. There have been a couple decent ones and a lot of train wrecks. That is true. Uh, You can usually tell it's a light novel based on the title alone. Yeah, we're going to get some mildly obnoxious title, I feel. 
Surprisingly enough, for a show about light novels and the creation of light novels, because that's kind of what it is. It's kind of a weird comedic industry piece, in a way. Okay! Mm -hmm. uh, the main character is a light novel author who's struggling a bit and is in the process of recruiting people to help him uh, get more popular and, uh, you know, have his works sell a bit better. Because he is publicized, and he does sell some copies, but... He's slowly losing to his competition. There's going to be some weird twist that you're going to throw at me, and I just don't know where it's going to come from right now. Why do you always have to be so pessimistic, Remington? Because of you, Sean! <laughs> You've made me this way! <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Nothing like that, Remington. I just figured that since we've been doing this for over a year now, that we should actually talk about light novels in general, because they are... At, in this day and age, a very important part of anime communities. Because before, anime were primarily derived from their manga counterparts, you know? In, like, the Weekly Shonen Jump and similar magazines where a chapter of a manga is uh, given from episode to episode, or rather from week to week. You know, it's a, it's a weekly experience. You get a new comic every week. It's like the Sunday comics in America, except not terrible. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a few fundamental disagreements about that claim. I'm just saying Garfield should have ended years ago. <laughs> Garfield, first of all, is my favorite anime. Second of all, better than any of the anime that we've seen. You you do remember the live action Garfield movie, right? <laughs> you do remember that travesty to humanity. Uh but see even you arguing a travesty. The biggest reason it would be a travesty is because it bastardized the very strong roots of the comics of Garfield. Yeah, let's go Garfield. Hashtag Team Garfield. Hashtag Garfield is my waifu. Hashtag Lasagna Head Tight. <laughs> oh, God. Lasagna Head Tight. Fuck me. I bet you there's a category on Pornhub for that. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, Sean, so, uh, so we're exploring an anime, it's about a guy who writes these light novels. Uh, yes, yes, and I want I figured we've never really done a proper industry anime. Uh, an anime about a subsection of an industry, per se. Because there are actually, strangely enough, a lot of these out there. So it's, like, sort of meta, in a way. A little bit, yes. Uh, you know, about, it talks about some of the struggles of being a light novel author, uh, what people want you to put into your content in order to uh, sell more books. Nah, 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 Sean, I got this twist. I know where the twist is going to be. What's the twist, Remington? All right, Sean, so you're like, oh, it's just about a light novel author, and it's perfectly innocent. But then he's going to start writing some shit, and then that shit is going to become true. And then he's going to start writing shit about pretty women, because it's fucking anime. And he's going to be like, oh, wow, my writing is true. Well, a bunch of pretty women come to this light novel author, and they come kiss his face a bunch, and they have huge tits. And that's going to be the anime that you're showing me today. That's the twist that you are leading up to so some kind of reverse sexy death note yes sean <laughs> exactly so oh my god first of all remington no <laughs> i don't think that exists i mean i think there's one that's similar i mean law of numerous anime yeah i'll do some research into that but no 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 although no, just no. Okay, no, I'll no. figure out where the twist is. Don't you worry. Uh, Continue, Sean, please. Out loud. And industry anime are kind of weird in their meta tendencies. 
there's actually some really good ones out there. A couple that I'd love to have discussions about. Uh, one of them being about two kids who decide to be manga artists, or about a office group that just make manga and anime and the development behind it, and some of the comedy situations that can be thrown in them. But, you know, you kind of understand how manga and anime work just a little bit. You know, a bit more than you do light novels, I'd imagine. Yeah, I would say a little bit more. Yeah, because light novels compared to normal novels uh, stateside are a little bit different in a lot of ways because they're structured like an anime, right? Okay. Yeah, very straightforward, easy-to-read kind of things. It's It'd be like if you were to take a manga and be like, all right, I like that, but I want less pictures. <laughs> and more words. So it's it's like it's like sort of airport fiction where it's just easy to grab, easy to read. A little bit, a little bit. It's not really going to make you lose your mind over the deep intricities of plot development. It's but something that if you want to read something, there's an easy option. Exactly. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they are vain and vapid in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah, you got Sword Art Online, which Oof. Oof. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, pretty short name for a light novel. <laughs> yeah, quite short. Three words. I mean, come on. Um, But then you've got other things that are whole sentences that are treated as titles, which I I guess those can be titles. It, it can get really long and convoluted. You know, Love, Chunibyo, and Other Delusions. Yeah, which still is one of my favorite titles that we've done, albeit not one of my favorite shows. We'll have to come back to that at some point, see if we can change your mind on that. Don't know if we'll be able to, but it could be fun. <laughs> and I figured that there's some kind of weird balance between a book and a manga that light novels just kind of gently nestle into, and they can still tell some really good and heartfelt stories as well. You know what, Sean? Instead of watching any anime today, let's just you and I curl up and read a good book together. I mean, I wouldn't be against that, except for the part where I think you're in a relationship right now, and I don't think your <laughs> girlfriend would approve of that. She doesn't have to know, Sean. <laughs> this is going on the internet, Remington. <laughs> She probably won't listen. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my boyfriend is doing something creative and posting it to hundreds of people. Nah, don't need to worry about that. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Uh, okay, so back to this particular anime. So mm -hmm. it's about a guy who's writing light novels. Yes. But what exactly is the point of the show? The point of the show is it's a comedy, Remington. It wants to... Mm kind of teach you a little bit about the light novel industry and the competitions within with a there's even like a weird mini tournament arc in the middle half of the series which i was like really okay i dig tournament arcs as do i i don't think we'll get that far in the show today uh so when you say comedy does that just mean not much happens in a weird grand scheme of thing <laughs> kind of way yes oh perfect but also in, in a plot sense no? It's a bit weird. Like, these industry anime can get a little hard to get into. Like, they're a bit slow to start, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, and we're starting it, so that's perfect. That'll yeah, which really, is why we need to really watch a help. couple episodes just to really get into it. Like, the three-episode rule still applies, but sometimes people are like, well, maybe the fourth episode will convince me, and if it doesn't by then, eh. Yeah. But in this case, this show is about a uh, rather young light novel author 
author by the name of... Uh, sorry, I just don't want to screw up the pronunciation. It starts with light novel author Masamune Izumi. Um, and he is a young man in high school. Uh, oh, high school. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these uh, try to do some inspiration with young um, content creators. You know, the idea of appealing to the younger audience as well as getting people interested in the industry itself. Okay, the concern begins to enter into my brain. <laughs> There's no need to be concerned. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and as, it starts, as you might imagine most uh, industry anime do, with the sudden death of their parents. Of course. <laughs> All right, let's check it off. Oh, you're an anime protagonist. Uh, uh, do you have parents? Ooh, that's not gonna quite work. Do you have a personality? I don't know which one is more antithetical to the concept. Yeah, he doesn't have the greatest personality around. Oh, uh, here we go. Alright, bland bitch protagonist, orphan boy. Let's keep going. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're a bit struggling for cash. So, the real motivation for making good books that sell well is so that he can support himself. Sean? Yes. I'm going to ask a very important question right now, Sean. What's your question, Remika? What kind of light novels does this boy write? Uh, this boy writes fantasy novels. Okay. Acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh he does like the shonen style fantasy isekai trash kind of novel. Okay. I was once again getting paranoid, thought I knew where this was going. I just don't believe this is going to be as straightforward as you say it is. I'm real paranoid today. I'm telling you the truth, Remington, it's pretty dang straightforward. Okay, continue. And, of course, you know, being left without parents, uh, near graduation age, you're struggling for cash, it's going to be a bit difficult. So he's really motivated to do really well and get very popular as a light novel author to sort of, you know, subsidize his living costs, of basically. Because, you know, that's the hardest part of being an artist is eating and living. Ain't that the truth. Like, God knows we have trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and then instead of spending our money wisely, we've just decided to throw hundreds of dollars into a podcast. Uh, yeah. We're financial wizards, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we, we make wise choices. <laughs> okay. So he's trying to get a little spare income, trying to be able to survive through writing all these books. Mm-hmm. And, uh... A bit of a twist to this show is is it tries to throw some romance at us. Mm, okay. Because, you know, it's, uh, that's the way it does. I mean, the protagonist, I won't spoil it for you, he is kind of a bland bitch. Is the romance with his sister? Now, Remington. Oh, no! This show is a very serious show. Oh, fuck. And it would never promote such illicit activity. Oh, God. So, one of his uh, issues is he needs to get in contact with his artist that has been working with him for his publishing. Uh, because, I don't know if you know this, but light novels tend to have full-drawn manga panels uh, thrown in occasionally, uh, art pieces. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so, oftentimes, light, light novels are for people who want to write manga but don't have manga artists, basically. Uh-huh. And light novel artists are a lot cheaper to get because you know it's just one or two pictures sprinkled throughout so he needs to find an artist yeah and he has this really talented artist that does stuff for him but he's never met uh oh, because no. they go by an, an anonymous screen name okay and uh one day he uh gets an opportunity to meet this person yep basically because they need to talk and discuss things and figure out how they can adjust their characters and their art to 
match the story better and hopefully sell more people because this artist is super popular like they do streaming on uh discount weeb twitch oh okay discount weeb twitch yeah i'm not surprised that that is a thing i mean I, it's basically just a live i don't know if it's an actual uh live streaming service that is in the anime but there is i mean but there's definitely discount weeb twitch somewhere i mean there's nico nico doga which is basically your... nico nico ni no 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 nico oh. nico doga it's different it's uh basically like a streaming platform where a lot of music videos and people can actually comment on the videos so that their comments slide across the top of the video it's very obnoxious okay sure it used to be one of the only ways to watch vocaloid videos back in the day and i struggled through it quite a few times oh lovely okay so back on track so he they need to talk and get things all adjusted for the art and convince her to do more art and uh, help him out because she's very well sought after uh but you know it's hard to get a hold of them uh and really the twist comes uh when he finally meets them obviously it's a girl i mean that's where the romance comes yep mm-hmm. uh and the biggest twist is the fact that uh this artist is in fact actually a couple years younger than him goes to uh the local uh junior high school i believe this okay this is getting potentially problematic with the ages here yeah a little bit a little bit but, you know, they say love has no age boundary or anything. That is a statement I don't agree with. Well, I mean, if you're, like, a young man in high school, why couldn't you date someone in junior? I can't say this word. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. <laughs> it's a little fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a little too statutory for my liking, personally. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay, because there's not really... They, like, kind of tease romance at you, but there's really rarely any romance between these two characters. So much as it is of the supporting characters, the, his uh, fellow light novel novelist that he talks to, as well as uh, his editors and such things like that, and his neighbors, things like that, she's not as important. Uh-huh. Uh, primarily due to the fact that, uh, well, first of all, Aromanga Sensei is the name of the show, and oh. is the name of the artist. Oh, wow. And uh, the and Aramanga Sensei's real name is uh, Sagiri Izumi, which I don't know if you're paying attention, but the main character's name is Masamune Izumi. God damn you, Shad! I knew it. <laughs> I knew I was right to be paranoid. I was right to know that something was up. It was too straightforward. You're like, oh, it's a neat little industry anime, but I see through your bullshit. I'm getting the scent for incest anime. I know when it's coming. Do you? <laughs> because I feel like we should have a seat over there if you know why it's coming. <laughs> Oh, I'm tilted off the face of the planet right now. Yeah, so everything I told you was true, Remington, as is my typical fashion. Oh, I was so right to be suspicious. But it's okay, Remington, because they're not related by blood. They're step-siblings. What? Oh, yeah, they're step-siblings. Their parents got married, and uh, then they died. What the fuck? (laughs) And the story is, like I said, he's using the money to help uh, support himself. But the catch is, uh, he needs to work better with his uh, shut-in stepsister who hasn't left her room since uh, her parents died. She's a Chunibio! More of a neat. What? Neat? Have I never told you about neats? Maybe? Uh, Neat, spelled N-E-E-T. It stands for uh, not in employment, education, or training. Oh, you know what? You have. And I was 
just as confused then, but I do recall this coming up. Yeah, so basically, uh, she doesn't go to school, uh, hasn't ever since, you know, her parents died. Uh, she doesn't leave her room, really. She's got, basically, she has acrophobia. This word is pronounced as agoraphobia. Agoraphobia means a fear of being in public places where there are many other people. So, it's basically... Her brother's showing up and being like, hey, can you help you? Oh, it was simple. You know, you need to go outside. And she's like, no, I don't want to go outside. The world is scary. And he's like, you can you can fool around with me later if you go outside. And she's like, okay. Or no, she'd probably be off. She'd be like, maybe if we hold hands when we go outside, then I'll feel safe. And it'll be some bullshit like that. And I'm going to be tilted. And I'm going to be salty. And I'm going to hate everything that's about to happen and i'm gonna get real angry you are you're probably gonna be angry because i mean it, it, well let's be honest it's a little sister puppy a little a little why why does this always have to but be my fate it's not the worst thing it could be remington it's by no means the worst in this genre i've seen and it is a genre now sadly <laughs> Like, there's so many out there, it's kind of hard to keep track of them. But allow me to get a little more in-depth into this uh, series. Because so everything I told you is right. Parents died. She becomes a shut-in. Does not talk to anybody she's going to meet. Uh, she even doesn't talk to her brother as much anymore. She's kind of estranged from him. Uh, for obvious reasons for, you know, being coping with the loss of their parents. And well, for some reason, she just doesn't talk to her brother as well. Because, you know, that's, that's normal for these kinds of shows. Um, and he's trying to care for the rest of his family, make more light novels, uh, and Aramon and he needs to meet Aramonga Sensei. He doesn't know it's his sister yet. Uh, They're just instant messaging from across the house. Basically. Neat. And then one day he finds out, and the reason that this is really shocking for him is because Aramonga Sensei? Draws some of the most lewd erotica pictures out there. Yeah, that I was able to deduce yeah. by Arrow Manga. Oh, so you are listening to your root words. Yup, I'm learning from the podcast, Sean, just as you fucking wanted. But it's okay, because it is an industry anime, like I said, and it's just them trying to get closer as a family and such. Uh, but there is one thing that I should also mention. Is this... It's not it. Not it, no. Oh, God. No, no, no. Uh, first of all, Sagiri, she's 12. Whoa, uh, oh. no! Yeah, uh, 12 if I'm not mistaken. Holy I will just double check that real quick. shit. No. Oh, no, she's 13. Excuse me. Not much better. <laughs> What's the matter, Remington? Oh, God. Yeah, she's 13. And, uh, uh, you know, it's interesting because why would a 13-year-old be drawing these very lewd anime-style pictures? Because they make bad life decisions. 13-year-olds made bad life decisions? Yes. Oh. That's not the worst part, though, Remington. Oh, no. The worst part about this show no, is... Wait. Well... No. All of the love interests except for, like, two, are also 13. What the fuck? No, no, no. Yeah, they're in that 13 to 16 range. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And that's not the worst part. What the fuck do you mean that's not the worst part, Sean? This show is like an art piece. A very avant-garde style art piece. Oh, god damn it. It 
Pirates is one of the trashiest etchy shows I have ever seen. <laughs> Sean, Sean, you don't need to do this, Sean. Oh, but Remington, I think I do. Sean, 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 as friends, remember last week, remember all the happy sentimentalities! I do! I remember it, and I will think upon it fondly for the rest of my life, Remington. But you know what else I won't forget? What, Sean? Chefinobusuke. <laughs> it was a great joke while it lasted! It was a wonderful joke, and I thought it was the fucking most hilarious thing you could have ever done to me, Remington. Here's the thing, though. I'm a sadist! <laughs> oh, God. And I just want to say that you actually have a piece of merchandise that was inspired by this show. Pardon me? You do. Uh, it's a popular saying uh, made by the YouTuber known as Giga. Uh, he came up with this saying and put it on a bunch of t-shirts and sold them, and I bought a couple because, you know, it's a great fucking saying. Oh, yes! Anime is trash, and so am I. Yes, you did gift me a shirt with that on it. Yep, and he made a video where he said this based on this whole anime, and I'll show you this a this video after we're done recording, but oh my god, it's like a very fantastical tier of trash. What, what, what about instead of watching it, we just watch the video on it? I think that would be a lot better for both of us. We could just finish it, and then I don't think our listeners really want to hear what I have to say about it. I don't think our listeners really want me to watch this show. Oh, but that's where you're wrong, Remington. I actually have a couple recommendations to watch this show. <laughs> no! Why would they do this? Uh, some of them feel like I've been too nice to you lately. <laughs> they specified this, didn't they? A little bit. There, uh, Some of them even said so much as, April Fool's in February? Really? <laughs> it was a good joke. It was though, a wonderful everyone. joke. I thought it was hilarious. But I'm petty. So, is this mm. what regret feels like? <laughs> a little bit. A bit like fucking your sister. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, so, thank you, Allison, Trenton, Cody, August, and Jerry. Five recommendations for this! Five recommendations. All with the subtext, this will be good if you want to torture him. <laughs> what? Our, our listeners, can I just say to all of our lovely listeners the fuck guys <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were on good standing oh we are and people loved the cory in the house episode they loved the reversal of roles they loved the transition to torture for me for example the, it was a great episode they just seemed to like your torture much more Ah, oh, shit. And I I will say i did lie to you at the beginning of this video this isn't what i originally planned for our second part I just wanted to get you back, buddy. Oh, no. But I will give you one final thing before we go into this show. I don't know if I can take any more, Sean. It's written by the same guy who did Emo. God, motherfucker! Sensei. Remington, it's gotta be said, man. I don't think I've seen you this perplexed, I should say. I need a moment to compose myself, Sean. I'm still not fully proper in the head right now. 
what seems to be the problem? The show is exactly what I told you it would be. <sighs> yup. I didn't lie. Nope. I was straightforward with you from the beginning. Well, not from the beginning. I mean, I told you everything that the show was about, didn't I? Yeah. I told you all of the important uh, character attributes of the two main people. Yeah. I gave you a pretty decent plot synopsis. Hmm. And after all, I held nothing back from you. And yet there was so, so much. So much. Isn't it a work of art, Remington? I have a lot of opinions, John. Do you? I do. Oh, I would love to hear them. Let's start with a broad brush, Sean. Okay. Broad brushes. I can work with that. How so, Bob Ross does it, we can do it too. So our, our listeners, they are anticipating my response. They are waiting. They have a good idea because let's face it, we just watch a trashy sister fucking harem anime that by all accounts brings nothing new to the table. And I would say that overall, this is a steaming pile of shit, at least on the surface. But Sean, I think if you delve deeper, Really, really deep. This is not on the surface level. If you delve really, really deep, I believe you reach eventually a small gem, a diamond in the rough. And I think that if you, from a certain perspective, this is a beautiful diamond. And frankly, this is all that I have, Sean. So I want to hold this diamond very close to me. Is it the fat guy running in the transition? It's the fat guy running in the transition, Sean. <laughs> What a story of determination, of motivation, of persevering, and you get to see how it becomes even detrimental, possibly unhealthy to him as he's practicing, perhaps too hard, but it's to fix himself. A story of self-betterment, a story of sacrifice, a story of going too far in. It's beautiful. It's magnificent. It's an art piece, Sean. I hurt you, didn't I? You know, Sean, maybe if we could just talk about the fat guy that was jogging in the transitions for a few seconds every time. Maybe that's all we do for part two. I would prefer that. I And I imagine a lot of our listeners want that kind of input. Uh, you want to sit and talk about a just a transition cutscene for 30 whole minutes? Yup. Huh. You know what? That actually sounds like a very interesting idea and could be utilized in a very avant-garde, interesting podcast format. But the thing is, Remington, I refuse. <laughs> Damn. All right, then. Let's get into it properly, then, Sean. So, Arrow Manga Sensei, Remington, it's what you would expect from a show with that kind of title. It's a light novel show, but it has a very short title. How do you feel about that? Let me say right now, Sean, our listeners, they're waiting for my response, and they know what it's gonna fucking be. They know that I'm gonna be angry, they know I'm gonna be frustrated, they're, they know that I'm going to rant quite a bit about all of the tragedy that was Eremonga Sensei. They know that they're going to sense the pain in my voice, and they're going to find it hilarious, including our special five listeners who recommended this specifically for my torture. And so, I want to address them. Are you happy now? I am. <laughs> but Remington, this show was kind of a meme sensation of 2017. It got turned into a lot of very popular videos because people thought, could it possibly get worse week to week to week? 
and Remington, each episode, amazingly enough, is trashier than the last. How do you feel about that? There, there are no peaks and valleys with this show, Sean. It is just constantly downhill, downhill, even further downhill, similar to my sanity as I continue to do this podcast over a year going. It does not have any improvement. It is only downhill, and frankly, I am just waiting to hit rock bottom because I think we are all curious what will happen then. Similarly, with the show, you may wonder, what if you have that morbid curiosity? What if in your sick, twisted mind you think, how low can it go? Well, I assure you that that is a question you will not want answered very, very quickly after you see how far it will go with just episode two or three. We watched five episodes of this, Sean, and every single one was a step down. No, a step is too generous. It was a giant leap. It was a hurdle downward. We hit terminal velocity. We kept going, and I kept waiting to crash on the bottom i kept waiting to crash on the floor go splat and to have that sweet release of death but death never came so normally remington we would break down a character driven show like this character by character but the thing is remington not a lot of character in this character driven no show char- is there? let me tell you what the characters are sean let me let me summarize the characters as best that i can okay sean okay let's start with the protagonist what's he like Oh, he's a bland bitch protagonist who wants to fuck his sister. Now, 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 you can't say that, Remington. He clearly states multiple times throughout the series, I love you, Sagiri, as your big brother. All right, let me correct myself. He's a bland bitch protagonist who has romantic feelings for his sister and had love at first sight, and I fucking hate him. He's awkward like they all are. He's bland like they all are. They pretend like he's charming in some way, even though he isn't, like they always do. He is the bland bitch protagonist. But Remington, can't you see a little bit of yourself in him? The struggles he goes through as a content creator... As, you know, basically a single parent to a child who hasn't really interacted with him before. What struggles are you talking about? Oh no, I'm basically having to take care of my young sister. Oh no, I have to work hard to balance school as well as work. And I have to be employed at this young age to make a living. Oh wait, no, I'm a very successful author. Why? Don't fucking worry about it. Are any of the details ever going to be explained? No. Is this how any industry would properly work? No! This is how the real world works! This is not placed in the real world! And I know that there's gonna be an email or two where it's like, actually, there are multiple 15-year-olds in the light novel market over in Japan, so it's actually relatively common. But if you watch this anime, this is just not how reality works! It is not a representation of how reality actually is! Oh, it's such a struggle that I've been a published author for most of my- not even adult life! It's been the past, like, four years ever since you were in middle school you got them in bookstores you're doing autograph signings you say that you're low-key famous oh but are there other 15 year olds even more famous than me and everyone is just 15 because who cares about adults it's all about teenagers and yeah you got a couple adult characters that don't matter at all fuck them who needs them they don't care because they're not the ones who you're trying to fuck in this anime now to be fair sagiri is 13 
<laughs> and her uh, quote-unquote friend from school is also 13, as they're in the same grade. So, really, they're not all 15. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, 13 to 15. There, I amend my statement. Yes, they can reach amazing success at an even younger age. In fact, this very prolific erotic illustrator started when she was about 10 or 11 years old. Before she even met her brother, she has been doing this for years now. Which, you know, when a 10-year-old is making erotic illustrations for her brother, that's somehow okay. Now, we don't know they were erotic from the get-go. We just know she's been drawing since then. That would be my summary of the main character, Sean. Do you even remember any of their names? Fuck no! <laughs> Hell no, I don't! <laughs> Why would I attribute that to memory? <laughs> but they're so important. After all, there's stories of hidden identity. Who is Eromanga Sensei? And why has she kept her visage hidden from the world, hiding behind a literal mask? Sean, Sean, in our lives, we can only have so many experiences. We can only have so many memories. We can only have so many things filling up our brain. And we can fill them with amazing memories, with amazing experiences, with friends and companions, with travels around the world, with unique experiences that make you feel fulfilled, one of a kind, with things you create and accomplish. Why the fuck would I ascribe my limited memory to use just a harem anime protagonist name, which frankly, I would really rather forget. So you don't remember his name? No, next character. <laughs> okay, okay, let's talk about some of the side characters. Let's talk about uh, Megumi. Megumi, okay, that was that was the supposed wannabe friend type deal. Yes. And she's always like, hi, brother, even though you're not my brother, I'm going to say brother, because for some reason over in Japan, brother is such a sexually charged word. You know, Sean, I think that big brother is my least favorite word that is used in any of the anime that we see. It's annoying. It's terrible. I hate it. But the one thing that can be said about Megumi, and that is the, the most interesting, we'll say, to bring up your favorite fucking word. <laughs> the most interesting line that was said in the entire show, which, and this, this, this is a quote. At one point, when she very first meets our bland bitch protagonist, she tells him in her explanation of everything that, oh yeah, all girls my age like dick. <laughs> Yes, they do, apparently, Remington. Did you know that about most 13-year-olds? I hate everything. Oh, don't worry, Remington. You can have a seat over there if you like. I, I, I feel, and this is a sentiment that I, I mentioned very, very early on, I think episode one, I feel like I should be on a registry <laughs> for watching this because oof. All right, let's move on to the, to the next character, Sean. Okay, 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 we can do that. Let's talk about... Elf Yamada. I, 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 I guess the elf would be my favorite. Elf is another light novel author. She is also uh, 15. She is very much more successful with all of her erotic smut because that's the only type of literature that exists in this world is erotic smut. So to be successful, you need to write erotic smut. Now, I know there are different types of literature in the world that they take part, most notably other pieces of literature that are made by the same creators, such as we saw 
Toradora, which was an oof. We saw Aremo, which was an oof. And we saw, of course, Sword Art Online, which is an oof. What are you saying? You're saying that the product placement in this show was a bit gratuitous and the how there were, I think, three or four shots in the most recent episode we watched where it was just a Sword Art Online novel just in the majority of a frame. One of the things that I enjoy most that many anime will do is when they try and bring up other references or other genres and when they execute this very well. We've seen this a few times. We saw this with Watamote. We saw this with Umaru-chan. We've seen this with a few others to varying degrees of success. Some do it really well, and when they do it well, I love it because it shows a real connection to the details, a real level of polish and thought that goes through this entire process. And when they have it here, it's not because, wow, I want to pay homage to all of these things that helped pave the way. I want to send these references to show that I care about these things and show a little, a little wink to all the people who care about these as well. No, it's not for that purpose. It's like, hey, you remember this? Wanna buy this? You wanna go watch? our shit want to give us some money? I don't think I want to give them any more money, Remington. No, no, not at all. I, I hate that I am part of the institution that has now supported them because that is more than they deserve. Let me be very upfront to all of our listeners. If you're thinking, huh, maybe I want to watch Aramon Cassette, don't. <laughs> don't. It's not worth it. Every view that they get is another reason for them to create more of this bullshit, which is just making the world worse by worse. I understand there are some serious issues in the world today. Don't get me wrong. We look at third world countries and they're on an incline, but frankly, we need to keep working to make sure they continue that incline. We look at the political landscape and Lord knows that things are rough all around the world right now. And we look at things like climate change and surely that's going to be the end of us sooner rather than later if we don't change our ways but allow me to propose a new contender in one of the world's most serious problems and that serious contender is sister fucking anime <laughs> now it's not technically the title of the genre remington the title of the genre is actually known as Emoto. Oh, yes, I'm sorry, Emoto. So let me say right now that one of the greatest sources of the degradation of society is the Emoto genre. Because of the Emoto genre, I think that you will notice a drastic surge in cancer. I think you will see a drastic surge in violence. And you will see a drastic surge in suicides. Because Lord knows it drove me pretty damn close. You're attributing all of the problems of the world world hunger climate change depression to little sister anime i'm not saying that the emoto genre is responsible for all the world's ills i'm just saying that it enables them and helps promote all of the world's e evils making them far far worse so it's that friend that's like eh, try drugs yes don't try drugs kids next character okay okay Honestly, there's really only one character we've seen that's worth talking about. I mean, you have the uh, friend of the main protagonist who works in the bookstore. The oh, only... the one with no personality. Neat. Oh, well, she had personality. Yeah, you're right. She had two big, big personality traits right on her chest. And that's all she's there for. She also said his works were bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Which, frankly, was the realest thing said the whole time. And... 
I can't remember her name either, honestly. <laughs> nope. All right. So let's get to the, the main course of this whole anime. This is a very in-depth, deep discussion on the character known as Sagiri Izumi. And this is the character that the whole anime is named off of. John, let me say right now, one year ago, one year ago, just a little over a year ago now, yay, anniversary, you invited me to do a podcast about anime, and in my mind, as oblivious as I was about the anime world, I thought to myself, I don't know about this, I am unsure about this, Sean, and in the back of my mind, I was afraid, I was worried, I was concerned, and those concerns, they manifested primarily in what I knew about anime, the tropes, the stereotypes of the worst that anime had to offer, the over-sexualization, the underage, the incest, and I was so concerned that that is what the podcast would be, you torturing me week after week, and you know what, Sean, you've not done that, you've provided me with a couple of weeks of reprieve you have provided me some weeks of even good anime but i would say an inordinate amount has been exactly what i feared and that has all come to a climax it has all come to a crescendo today as you have shown me this anime you have drained my soul you have taken my heart and you've crushed it yet again you have stomped it on the floor i don't know if there's anything left we're gonna send the janitor they're going to pick up all of the pieces they're gonna swipe them in their tray they're gonna try and solve them together they're gonna try and piece them together and they're gonna approach me with this frankenstein monstrosity of a heart and they'll say this is all that we could do and i'll say what's that and they say this this is all that is left sean this is all that is left what if i told you not the worst one i've seen in this genre what the fuck <laughs> there's much worse out there remington is there there is as of just last year, I saw something that I thought couldn't get any worse. People who are paying attention to this strange phenomenon of a weird genre know exactly what I'm talking about. I quit that anime within the first three minutes. So you, you've only seen three minutes of this terrifying anime that you think is worse than the one we saw this week? Yep. Oh, God. We won't get to it anytime soon because I can't possibly imagine having to sit through and watching it myself because I would cry. But it's not the worst. And hey, this might make you feel better. Aromanga Sensei is actually a, uh, is actually in the same universe as another, uh, piece of anime. I hate you. It's in the same universe as, uh, Ore Imo. Because one of the characters in Ore Imo gets a cameo in the later episodes. <sighs> Which character would that be? Uh, that would be Kuro Neko. That's the dark one. Yes, with the Lolita outfit. <laughs> Yeah, she appears. Why? Why? Oh, just so you know, they're in the same universe. That's literally the only reason. Because marketing. Exactly. <laughs> marketing. Guys, get it? Look at our other properties. If you like the Emoto genre, if you're interested in fucking your sister, boy, do we have options for you. You want some sister fucking in a Raymo? Don't worry, you got it. What about what about in Sword Art Online? But wait a minute, that's not an Emoto anime. <laughs> have you seen part two of season one? I don't know about that. <laughs> but let's get back on track, Remington. What are your thoughts on Sagiri specifically? What an interesting and insightful character into the world of the artist streaming community. <laughs> She's just a shitty, quiet tsundere. That's all she is. That is all she exists for. Oh, there's gotta be more than that, Remington. And what more could there possibly 
possibly be. That sums up her personality. It's not like she provides anything new or interesting. None of her dialogue provides any proper character. At most, at most, if you really like this character, the reason you like her is maybe some of her mannerisms might be a little cute, but let's face it, you're not there for just the cute mannerisms. You're there for the fan service, which might I just say that... Overall, this anime wasn't the worst when it came to fan servers. When it had it, it was god-awful, and it was very, very, very in your face, so that the only thing blocking your view from completely naked 13-year-old girls was perhaps an apple in the foreground, or perhaps hand soap or lotion t blocking their nipples, and that's all that you get. That's all the protection. That's all that you have in this world. And it hurts, it hurts deeply. None of the characters were fleshed out. None of the relationships were at all decent. If you look at anything about this show, then it is bad. The pacing felt both rushed and far too slow, where it would stay on these moments for far, far too long, and yet it would rush through anything of merit or value because it didn't know where it wanted to go other than to 13-year-old boobs. That's the only thing it knew. That's the only only thing it holds true that's its only goal its only purpose in this entire show even when you have moments of story when you should have moments of growth those aren't presented those aren't shown in vivid captivating ways no 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 instead most of it is just an exposition dump where it's you must do this okay this has happened by the way did i mention this backstory oh of course how fascinating so what you're saying is Sword Art Online had better pacing. Fuck it, I guess I am. <laughs> oh, this is delightful, Remington. I was wondering exactly what your thoughts would be on this show. Don't get me wrong, I knew exactly what you were going to say, but the color, the creativity. This is good auditory listening, my friend. I heard, Sean. I know you do, buddy. But there is a story, isn't there? A story. A story, he says. He has the audacity to call whatever this abomination was a story. But we know that isn't true. We know that the story is simply a misconceived, convoluted way to get from point A to point B, where point A is 13-year-old boobs, and point B is 15-year-old boobs, and that is all, and then we repeat the cycle over and over and over again. So what can we make that sort of resembles a story, but let's face it, you're not here for the plot, you're here for the plot, if you know what I'm saying, and let me just say, if you're watching a show for 13-year-old plot, <laughs> I got some complaints about you. So what you're saying is, this show about authors has little to no story? No, because Sean, this story has all of the worst components. Its dialogue is terrible. Its motivations are non-existent. Its story beats, its relationships, none of it is captivating or interesting because what the creator, and I say this with extreme confidence what the creator set out to do wasn't to tell the story within his soul or to tell something that could really captivate and resonate with a fan base no he told a story for two reasons one of it was making that dollar because that's all that matters for him as you see through all of the marketing in this anime but two even more prominent this is the most blatant example of a self-insert character oh really this main character who's a total weak 
Eve decides that they are going to be a light novel author. And wow, all of the girls are super into him, despite him having no real traits positive or negative he's just so wildly charming and he gets into all of these circumstances where he happens to see all of these girls in very lewd situations wow how interesting how unique what a goddamn self-insert whoever whoever the creator of this is I'm sure that they have redeeming qualities I'm sure that they're probably a great person in their day-to-day -day life but if I could just address them specifically because I'm sure they listen to the podcast. Uh, we have an international <laughs> audience. And yeah, all of our fans in Japan. Who listen yeah, to all us. of our yeah. all of our great fans in in Japan. He, I'm sure he's one of them. So, so a letter to him. Do you know his name off the top of your head? Sukasa Fushimi. All right, Sukasa, Sukasa. Uh, well, well, welcome here, Sukasa. Mikasa et Sukasa. Thank you for tuning in. I I just wanted to uh, personally tell you stop. <laughs> Please, from from the bottom of my heart, we we've had fun here. We've had laughs. We've had rants. But with all sincerity, stop. As long as he keeps making money, Remington, I don't think he will. And the reason he keeps making money is because for some reason, for some reason, people keep watching this shit, including now us. Mm-hmm. It's a travesty to say the least, Remington, but look at all the positives that came from Arrow Manga Sensei. Yep, we that's about all of them. <laughs> well, we got some pretty funny YouTube videos on the subject. We also got some pretty interesting introspectives into the world of trashy anime. What, one of my either favorite or least favorite, depending on how you view it, moments from the show is when the two author characters, both self-insert bland bitch protagonist and elf, Who's also kind of a self-insert in a weird way, if you think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, 100%. They're chatting it up, and they sort of had this weird argument back and forth that, first of all, lasted way too long. But it was essentially about who was trashier for a moment. And they just had an argument talking about how trashy they were. And I didn't know if that was a moment of the purest self-awareness that the, the author had where he's showing, yes, I'm going to be talking about trashy, erotic short novels because I know that this is what this is and I don't give a fuck. Or if he's just so oblivious, he's so unaware that that's exactly what this is, that he makes those comments and he's oblivious entirely. And I don't know which one is worse. Honestly, Rem, I hope it's the former, but I don't think I can confirm or deny either. All in all, Manga Sensei is quite the package, wouldn't you say? Frankly, I don't want to say anything about this <laughs> anime, Sean. You've already said so much, though. Under heavy duress, and only, only because of our five listeners, who once again, I'm sure they too, are also lovely individuals. Uh, and I, I am so glad that they support us, and that they listen to us, but they have hurt me very deeply. If it makes you feel better, Remington, they all think this is a god-awful horrible show. Oh, thank god. Okay, so they're all sadistic, but at least they got decent heads on their shoulders. Yeah, for the most part. In fact, most of their recommendations they sent to me were some really high-quality stuff. This was just in, like, their subtext saying, if you really want to hurt him, you could do this. <laughs> this is this is an interesting trend that I've 
noticed in the emails, of course I don't read what the recommendations are, but through skimming them, I've noticed a lot of them are like, Hey, Sean, these ones would be really interesting to get his opinion on. Also, if you want to flip him the bird, then here's something that he will despise and will rip his soul out of his chest. So what I'm saying is they totally understand the show. They do, and that's wonderful. Not sure if I would agree with the wonderful bit, but they definitely understand the show. Oh, man, but Remington, think about it this way. These five people, and probably several others, these were just the five I could, emails I could easily sort out from all the different ones we've been getting, which, by the way, guys, Hachi Machi, that's a lot of emails. We are working on catching up with all of the emails. If you haven't received a reply and you're like, wow, it's been quite a while since I emailed them, I wonder if I'm going to get a reply. You should get a reply. We just have, unfortunately, lives beyond the podcast we have to take care of, and now there are a decent number of you that we have to all manage, which, don't get me wrong, we love it. Your guys' emails make our day every single time we get one. It is sincerely one of the most flattering things that you guys do. In fact, it's so flattering that we just want to say thank you guys once again, but man, oh man, podcasting does not put bread on the table, so have patience with us, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these microphones are expensive, after all. It's true. But, Remington, before we wrap things up, I have to say, dare you go watch more Arrow Manga Sensei with me? I have never been more offended at the asking of that question than right now. Of course I'm not going to watch any <laughs> Even if these five people and several others send hundreds of emails requesting Aromanga Sensei, would you still deny them? Unfortunately, Sean, that's not up to me. But I'll be honest, if we do another episode on this, a follow-up, then it may be about 15 minutes of intro followed by 40 minutes of you carrying the show yourself because I don't know if I could take it. Yeah, because corpses make for great auditory programmers. <sighs> and with that, thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the deep, intrinsic views on the art of sister fucking, please... Leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, or, honestly, if you want to help us grow, word of mouth is the best way to do it. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether that is for a comment, question, feedback, recommendation, or some words of affirmation, which I could really use right now, then you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or you can send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and don't fuck your sister.